Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> <laughs> love your outfit. How do you do it? <laughs> Stop it. It's... No, really. Well, I get it all at Prairie Gardens. Did you say Prairie Gardens, the garden store? Oh, they've always been more than just gardening. You'll find new boutique items every week at prices you can't beat, like this purse. Oh, and this beautiful necklace and bracelet and this top. Let me guess. Prairie Gardens. Ah, you know it. And that's how I always keep my style fresh. Love it. Prairie Gardens, extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and a boutique as unique as you. Good morning, and welcome to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come out and join us if you can, or you can join us by phone at 217-356-9397. Works out to 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 351-5357. Our experts today... Our Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Oh, let's turn you up just a little more. Yeah, one more time? Yeah, a little okay. more. Good right. morning, Tamara. Can you hear me now? Can I can hear you now, honey. <laughs> we can hear you, too. Okay. Hey, good morning, John Weisgarver. Hi, Tamara. Hey, and Mr. Steve Brown. Good morning. Good morning. Beautiful sunny day. Beautiful sunny day, and I think it's, it's that. Well, it was sunny, but that I think it's the glow of those yellow pansies. That's that got to oh, be yeah. it. Are getting me. Oh, yeah. Be. I always love it the first time of the uh, spring season when you can walk out into the big greenhouse there and smell the pansies. Yeah. All, all, of of sudden, so good. all of a sudden, it's a riot of color. I just love the pansies when they come in. It's been an incredible week with if you consider all the fresh stuff coming out of the greenhouses yeah, and sure. in from the fields yeah. and growers and yep. stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. It what, what time's the full truck coming today? It's uh, uh, just as soon as we get done. Oh, he's circling the block until yeah, the radio shows over. Yeah. He's listening. Oh, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Oh. Well, well, hello, Mr. Tuck, truck Driver. Thank you for bringing us so many goodies. Bunch so, of Mar- Marion's got a, a full semi from the West Coast of uh, in from Oregon, from a handful of different growers. Yep. So uh, Some exciting trees and shrubs. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. Plus, you got some in earlier in the week, too. So yeah. it's starting to roll in big time. It's that time. Starting to fill up. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Me, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, now, I'm trying to think, okay, what have I learned? That typical spring flowers to enjoy are the pansies that you brought in. Oh, yeah. And ranunculus. And yeah. primrose. Yeah. Yeah. Ranunculus and primrose, Those hopefully by the end of this week. <laughs> yeah. But we have a great selection of pansies in right now. Yeah. We don't have the other two, but we have got the pansies. Yeah. By the end of the week. That's great. Yeah. Primrose awesome. for sure, which are going to be in short supply from what I understand this year. Uh oh. So if you want them, you get in and yeah, get them. Yeah. We're trying to hog what we can hog early. Plus, we'll have a, a fundraiser for the Salvation Army on those and some perennials coming up starting the 16th of. Uh, of March. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. That's Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Should be good. Yeah. Okay, I'm there. Not far away. Otherwise, I'm going to check out the seed wall, 60-foot oh, wall of seeds. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that still amazing? It is. Every time I walk by it, I, I have to stop or you hesitate. Get in. Yeah. It just says, come hither. Uh-huh. Well, and it's fun to see people 
shopping early with it too, yeah, so they can sure. get what they want. So I know yeah. we've placed a number of reorders already for the season. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. What's most popular? It's so a across the board. Yeah. yeah, when you have that many different varieties, seeds. that many different styles over there. That's yeah. the most yeah. popular seeds. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah seeds. <laughs> it's it's pretty I, it's, cool. It so is many, crazy. So many people are. Yeah. Uh, into their planting of their of their veggies. You mean somebody listened to us? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You plan well, ahead. Boy, you're taking a lot of credit. I said us. I know. I'm saying you're taking a lot of credit like oh. it's us. Well, people do listen, and in fact, we have yes. to give a shout out, Marianne. I just want to say hello to my buddies at Beaumont Alignment. That was so cool. They, she's I'm, checking I'm out. I'm always surprised when people say, oh, yeah, we listen to you. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I love the story because that is how it happens. You're checking out, and suddenly they see your last name with your first name. It's like, wait, that's you're you? that Marianne? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, you. Yep. Got to love it. That is great. I love yeah, it. That is. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, we do have an email that I, I, I need to get to. Um uh, let's see, but real quick, just a text. Is there any plant that can be put in the ground now with lots of color besides green? To put green in the ground. Green is a color. I'm sorry. No, no but that's why she said besides green. I know, but. Or he or she. Well, let's let Marianne say it. You it just depends. <laughs> that's our first one of the spring, right? Yes. Yeah. No, maybe it isn't. Maybe I'm not. not. Sure. Maybe we not. missed a couple of shows. So this week, I was I was looking at the weather this morning, the forecast. I know a forecast is a forecast; it'll change. But I'm seeing a couple of lows down in the really low twenties. So it might be, well, cover them up that night. But hey, go for it. I put the pansies out. Really? In fact, I might take some home with me today. And you put them in the ground. Well, I'd put them in containers, but. Yeah, you could put them in the ground. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't too wet, which right. is a whole exactly. other thing. Exactly. You, you, if they were covered well and in the ground in the low 20s, I'd feel comfortable if they were covered well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if we start getting in the teens, which is always a possibility, then the covering's going to be, would they live? Sure. Will they get beat up? Yeah. They'll get beat up. But there's so many individual pots and there's some larger bowls out there that are Drop dead gorgeous. Some of them are straight pansies. Some of them are a mix of other annuals yeah. too. And they're nineteen ninety nine, and you can keep them outside mostly. And then if you're a little bit concerned about it some evening, just bring it inside for the night, put it in the garage for the night, and then throw it back out. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. And if you if you want an area that is in the ground, keep them in the container and put it on the ground. Maybe put a little mulch up around it. Yeah, it'll have the illusion that it's Good planted. Idea. So yeah. John's into gardening illusion. He he is all about illusion. Yes. And it works. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have to uh, give a shout out to Carol Stickrod for being patient because I was supposed to show you guys this email last week and I plum forgot. So um, bless you, Carol, for your patience and for sending it to me. It says, hello, plant experts. I have a beautiful Meyer lemon tree that I've had for 10 plus years. Wow that has started developing yellow streaked mottled leaves and puckering this past summer. And she provided a picture. I bring the tree inside in the winter, but she's wondering if you think this could be improper watering, nutrient deficiency, or could the citrus greening disease that occurs in the South be possible here in Illinois? 
Hope you can cover this in your Saturday show. Thanks so much, and happy gardening. Well, Thanks, first Carol. of all, first of all, Tamara, you were it was a little bit chaotic last Saturday. <laughs> we, we had a strange morning. <laughs> yeah, we had a few technical issues that we had to jump around, but we pulled it off. It was entertaining. So tell me about this lemon tree. Actually, Steve, I showed it to you before the show, and you had a few thoughts. Well, it, it, we can't be 100% sure, but my first reaction, it's more of a nutrient problem than it is anything else. And since we're getting into longer daylight uh, mounts here, I would uh, start to fertilize, and I would fertilize with uh, something that would have a fair amount of nitrogen in it just to go ahead and promote some extra greening, and I would make sure the fertilizer has the trace elements in it too. So whether it needs some iron or some manganese, I can't really tell for sure from the picture, but I would make sure there's trace elements on the fertilizer label. And if for some reason I don't see that one combination that I want to use, or if I've already got something at home, maybe I'd come in and look at something that we have that would just be some of the trace elements alone that they could add as a supplement. And I think it'll grow out of it. I mean, first off, you have to give her credit. She's had this thing for 10 years. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. sure. And, And I... I'm guessing that picture's from last summer. I think that's um, what the email said. said. And so it's got all kinds of flowers on it last summer. And the problem developed last summer. It's not something that's just happened over the winter. And so I think given the fact that she's been successful for 10 years, I don't think she's messed up the watering here in the winter or anything like that. I think it's a nutrient problem that, you know, the plant's in a container. It's been in the container its whole life. And it... It's always going to be in a container, and you just have to really do a lot of extra supplemental feeding. I'm wondering, though, what gave it away more, the puckering or the coloration? I think it's more the coloration, personally. Looks like the coloration. And as as she probably knows, since she's had that for 10 years, in and out, those trees are really susceptible to insect problems, uh, especially scale. So that's something that you really need to to be aware of too mm-hmm. and spider mites spider mites yes and then there's always a typical issue of when you bring them in from outdoors the a lot of times you'll have a lot of yellowing and dropping of the leaves yeah just a natural reaction to yep. the environment as it adjusts so while you guys were talking i looked up a picture of, of citrus greening and and just from looking at the pictures that i found it, i don't I think that Steve is more on on target. I don't think it's the citrus greening, but um, if it's been in the same pot for ten years, uh, certainly nutrition, but maybe just needs to have new soil. Yeah, I don't know how long yeah. it's been in that in that. Yeah, baby. we don't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She's doing a lot of things. I would super have super well. That. Obviously. Oh, for sure. Ten years. That's incredible. So I think you're, Marianne's right. If it's been in that pot for say five years or even three or four years, I'd consider repotting it into yeah. a larger pot. Um, and some fresh potting mix, and then I would start feeding it. Feed, 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 feed. Yes. And, uh, get ready for a lot of great growth this yeah. summer. Sure. Absolutely. And now's a good time to consider doing that, yeah, just because we're having the longer days and more light. Yeah, growth cycle's so, beginning. Yeah. Uh, and daylight savings time begins tonight at 2 a.m. Yay! It's the unofficial start of spring. You're really into that, aren't you, the time change You know, the extra hour in the evening of daylight just makes a huge difference for me. I like it in the morning so I can actually wake up. Yeah, I understand that. But, you know, give it a month. And you'll have it in the morning. (laughs) I'll be right there. (laughs) 
Hey, but while you were talking about um, kind of as as the plants start to wake up, that's also some good advice as you apply it to the house plants, right? The kind well, of and that's what that citrus is. Yeah, you yeah. treat it like you would oh, any yeah, house yeah, plant. Certainly, yeah. So it would be time to consider repotting, starting to fertilize, and yep. do all those kinds of things. Yeah, the fresh yeah. soil. I wouldn't think as as long as I'm feeding it. I wouldn't think. Uh, I wouldn't stop to think about fresh soil. But the soil will um, continue to d- decompose, compact, so there's not mm. air movement in the soil. Just there's you know after a while it just gets tired. Yeah, okay. and you deplete all the nutrients from it. Yeah. Through watering and, yeah. and the plant absorption, yeah. Okay, good. And she needs to be careful because there's going to be lots of thorns on there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So the one negative about the citrus. Yeah, but they're fun to have yeah. if you don't have to touch them. Especially. Yeah. No hugging, right? Yeah, no That's hugging. Right. Okay. Does that work on keeping the squirrels away? Uh-uh. <laughs> nah. Prob- probably nah. Probably does on citrus anyway, pretty well. I would think, think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The oils, in it, yeah. There's things that have that kind of pungent oil, like hellebores and uh, just a number of things. But I imagine, I bet citrus would be like you probably don't find squirrels in Florida. Well, maybe you do, but yeah, not in the not you, in the you do. citrus trees. But probably not in the citrus trees. Uh, spring open house coming up real soon. So oh, yeah. the first Saturday, uh, two weeks from now. Right, two weeks from today is the first Saturday of open house, and wow. then the March second 26th. one is the third, <laughs> April second. How yeah. fun! Yeah. And are you going to do the win your own garden wish? We have win your garden wish free yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, just so much new plant material, fresh color, crazy stuff. They're going to have some uh, projects for adults. They're going to have some kids projects uh, going on. Uh, so it's just going to be a f- whole day of fun. And it's two Saturdays. I think it's the 25th is the first, actually, I think, this year. If we're okay. looking at the calendar. Okay. So the last weekend of March. <laughs> the, last the, Saturday, first. <laughs> the last Saturday of March and the first Saturday, Saturday of April. April. There you go. Okay. That's better. Good. Yeah. And food tastings. Yeah, food tastings. I yeah. love those. There'll be all kinds of fun stuff going on that day. Yeah. So you got yeah. strawberries in. You got a nice selection of herbs in this week. Yep. Sure did. Uh, what else? You got uh, all kinds of perennials in. Perennials are starting to roll in, absolutely. We have our strawberry, our bare root strawberries. Nice. Uh, we have asparagus. We're getting it uh, processed right now. So we're ready to rock and roll. Yay. Yeah, honey. Somebody else says, I, we have a text at 3515357, starting tomatoes from seed. Any tips? Yeah. And this makes me think of the one... Lee, I think it was, was it Lee Kabuto who recommended that Lee, once it's, yes, thank you. Once it starts growing, then you can um, trim off some of the bottoms and, and plant them and it'll just give, they'll turn into roots. Yeah, that's not, and you I'm do not with the seed starting, well, but, but that's, what, that's when you're actually planting the tomatoes. He planted right. them, he planted them very deep and pruned off the side branches and then just left the, the tip exposed, basically the top couple, three, four inches. Of the plant and everything else got buried down in the soil, which is what we would recommend just because there's not too many plants you could do that to, but tomatoes thrive that way and they'll root up and down the stem. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Okay. But yes, any tips on starting the tomatoes for Well, seed? I would want to make sure I had a good light source. So once the plants did germinate, they had plenty of healthy light. So you're probably going to have to consider a plant light uh, to do it really, really well. Uh, in addition to a bright window, uh, I'd 
suggest bottom heat, if at all possible, one of the heat mats or something like that to help the germination. And then I think those would be the, the two biggies. Those are major, and, and don't start it too early. Read the read, read the, packet, the package, and it'll uh, tell you how many weeks before to start them. And you're, you're probably right on. You probably should have started peppers sometime in the last three or four weeks because they take longer. Yeah. But... Um, tomatoes i think you can still do and do well oh, yeah, yeah probably I think so too and you want to work back from our last frost date which is typically the safe day is mother's day you know mid-may yeah. so if you work backwards from that and if it tells you to start it 10 weeks before planting then there you go okay excellent this is Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live, where you can call us at 217-356-9397, or the text again is 3515357. So let me ask John and Marianne, why would you start tomatoes from seed versus just buying the plants? Just for the fun of it. And actually, it is fun. I think just because there's more varieties available in seeds, well, maybe not. Gosh, we carry three or four dozen Five dozen different varieties. <laughs> a, a lot, yeah. Well, I agree. I think part of it is enjoyment, and you know exactly where it's coming from and how it's been treated. Whether oh, That's true. That's a good point. That's an excellent point. Yep. And sometimes, yes, there are varieties that are not sprayed maybe, on it. Yep. Sure. You can't find a particular plant, so you do use the seeds. Or if you need to, I had a friend who used to plant a hundred tomato plants. Absolutely. And if you yeah. if you're going to plant a lot of plants, that's a more economical way. It's, it's to a lot do more. It. Yeah, a hundred. I'm serious. <laughs> He's, I remember him telling me he only had 98 plants, and only, only. <laughs> so he had to go out and get more. Wow. And, and the, I think the key is you have to be able to do it so you have a very healthy transplant when it's time to put it outside, yeah, which sure. probably won't be until closer to the middle of May. You know, some years it's different. So if you do start them too early, like John was saying, and then you're having to have them survive inside the house when they, when it's not ready to go out yet, but you can't plant them, and even though the plants are big enough, and then you, the quality sometimes can go downhill. Um, mm. So you, you have to do get the timing right. Marianne said, read the seed packet and work work backwards to that. So I think those are all important considerations. Uh, but there's nothing worse than to put all this work into it and then. You can't put them out because it's too early and the plants just decline because they're spending yeah, too sure. much inside the home and they don't have enough air circulation and sunlight yeah. and yeah. temperatures aren't right and all the things that go along with it. Yeah. So. I remember uh, um, some kind of uh, thing I was watching that was talking about seed starting and how when the seedlings get so tall, they, they just really need to be strengthened up. So you, you, you kind of pet the top of them so that they're, it's like, mimicking being bent in the wind you know so that they toughen up really yeah i don't i've never done that but i think there's something to be said for that and i think that's why um even in the field there trees uh yeah. growing out in the field i mean we we suggest people stake the tree so it can get established but i think when they start with a young whip and they let the plant develop and they prune it over time and do this and do that i think there's something to be said about having that wind that you have in central Illinois yeah. that just toughens them up over time and you get the caliper thicker on the trees yeah. that way than if it's, you know, all, all too often we'll see some things growing out in Oregon because uh, that's where 
I don't know what percentage of the nursery stock is grown in Oregon in this country, but it's such a huge percentage. But the caliper tends to be a little bit thinner uh, on the tree for the same height than it would be if it was a Midwest-grown tree. Yeah, because they don't have the wind. Hmm. So it's, yeah, it, it truly is in trees particularly, it's, it's important to have that movement so that it, it, it's, it's a natural strengthening. It's like, it's like exercise. So I can like see why you'd want to pet your tomato. Yeah. We're coming back Exercise to your yeah. tomato. Pet, pet it. Yeah. Pet it. Stroke the top. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I never, yeah, you're, I'm just thinking you're about, lost, right? yeah, I'm just thinking about some dinner conversations or something, oh, okay. how, it would, how it would pan out for oh, you. Oh dear. But, yeah. Hey, well, okay, well let me, let me bring you back on target so that you can tell me about the plants that you've brought to the table today. Bring us Aside back on target. From the, uh. Yeah. Uh, aside from the pansies. Aside from the gorgeous. pansies? Did you see the pansy bowl be, behind the, the ones that, the singles that John brought in? Uh-uh. Look at that. Is that screaming oh color? Oh, my gosh. That's it's going that home with me. No, it's yellow. not. That's mine, That honey. is 65 <laughs> mile an hour. We have plenty, <laughs> Matrix kids, so you don't need to fight over it. Yeah, Matrix yeah. Yellow. Is that sc- screaming is color? Pure, no blotch. Oh. Just an incredible, oh, intense pants color. Yellow, yellow. And wide. And that's the one that I always like to start with, too. Is what, the Matrix Yellow? I, I, just, I just love the yellow. I yeah. It just... Amongst all the the brown and deadness that's out happening right now, that's the one that really just pops. Jack was right. Jack DeVruman, 65 mile an hour color. I love that description. I do too. It works. <laughs> I do too. You could be going 65 mile an hour. You're going to notice that color anyway. <laughs> you go 65? Well, sometimes. I thought you went from like 35 to... Whatever. <laughs> well, it depends on the road. Oh dear, yes, and and the local law enforcement, you know, and and or how and, local, and, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so okay, it's not really pretty to look at, but get that bag, would you? Oh John? yeah, it's terrific. This I, we've not done this before, but this is a bare root Eto hybrid peony, and this particular one is Bartzella, and it's it's like the the poster child for um, Eto hybrids. It's just like the classic. Uh, it, uh, Itos are a cross between herbaceous peonies and tree peonies, and it's honestly they're the best of both worlds. And it's a color that you just don't see in landscape no. too often. No, right. and and it's or, or peonies. Peonies typically no. they they're some that are called yellow, but what they are is really creamy white. Creamy white, yeah. Um, I know, and they're bare root, and they're in packages, and. You know what? It's they're, a great value. Yeah, they're nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and you know, Etos are typically like a forty to sixty dollar item if you're lucky. You know, in Seriously. a pot or a container, so Seriously. it's a great way to do yeah. it. I T O H. And what I would Ito. do if I knew where I was going to put it, I would start to play the cover uncover game, so oh, I, I could dry that swell out, and so I could get that sucker in the ground. Good idea. Right away, because it would be completely hardy to do with. Yes. Yeah, with, so I would take what John often suggests: take a digging fork and maybe. Put a where I'm going to plant. Maybe go down in and then just lift the lift soil it, up right. there. Let some air circulation improve around in that area without really handling that soil too much, but just open it up just a little bit. And then I would cover up when I'm going to get some significant precipitation for that 
period of time and then uncover it, let the wind dry it out. And I'll bet you within five to seven days, if you do that, you could plant that baby. Yep. And it's not you. too cold and by no, any means. No, not by any means. And you could scratch that itch. Yep. Get yep. out there and do it. Yep. Nice. Absolutely. And have something really glorious. For 20 bucks compared Seriously. to 40 to 60 bucks. And it's a perennial. Yes. Oh, yeah. You oh, can yeah. enjoy it for many years to come. Many. Yeah. many. Marianne, many, many, when many. do Ito's bloom relative to most of the herbaceous peonies? Uh, for herbaceous, it's probably a little bit earlier than herbaceous. Um, and maybe in line with the tree peonies. Tree peonies maybe bloom just a, a slightly earlier, though. So it's just this this continuation if, if you're into peonies. So there's a good chance... You know, maybe a little bit later this year because it's newly planted, but this is going to be more of an early May yes. thing. Yes. Uh, as opposed to a mid to late May thing. But you could get something going on with peonies from late April all the way through June if you if you just paid attention to the variety that you're purchasing. But an Ito is definitely the way to move into that niche of early May. Pretty that sharp. Is. So you've got a, a beautiful pink variety out there as well, correct? Cor- Coral Louise, yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah, nice. they're, they're just stunning. Absolutely so stunning. So these perennials that John has on the cart, and again, the, the, the fundraiser doesn't start until Thursday the 16th, but uh, those perennials are nine ninety seven. They're half-gallon pots. And for every perennial um, sold, we'll be donating $5 to the Champaign County Salvation Army. Yay. So there'll be a, it'll be a great fundraiser for them. And then we also have another fundraiser that'll start as soon as the primrose show up, which I think will be hopefully by Thursday also, and for every primrose sold in the four-inch pots, we'll be donating a dollar to the Champaign County awesome. Salvation Army. So it'll be a great way to add some color to your landscape and Absolutely. get some funds to a great, great organization here in Champaign County that does so much good for so many people. Absolutely. That is wonderful. We have a text. They say, good morning. Um, I didn't cut hydrangea blooms in the fall. Hope I didn't goof. Oh, gosh. Is now Seriously. even today. She ru- he or she ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom and Decatur. Uh, he's, so he says, um, hope I didn't goof anything. Is now today the right time? Or do you have any tips? And thank you. Well, certainly just taking off the flower scape is fine. Deadheading. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. And beyond that, it just depends, doesn't it? Absolutely. We don't know what variety it is, but, you know, the the panicle-type hydrangeas have just overwhelmed the industry in terms of the volume being sold. So if it's a panicle-type or a smooth-type arborescence, it'd be safe cutting them because they'll bloom on the current season's growth. And the only reservation would be if it's a macrophylla, which I doubt if it is, but if it is a macrophylla, Sometimes they bloom on new growth. Sometimes they bloom on old growth only. Depends upon the variety. But at the very least, I think deadheading would be completely appropriate and hasn't goofed a thing up at all. I, uh, yeah, I was going to say, don't you say that it can add winter interest? Is that oh, with the oh, hydrangea? Sure. That's a, that's a I, perception of reality, a, but yeah. That's in the eye of the beholder, you're Yeah, right. absolutely. Because some people think that's just ugly. I, I personally don't like that look. Okay. So I, I deadhead. Well, actually, I cut back my panicles. Um, uh, the paniculatas um, in late fall, early winter. It's a control thing. Yeah, it totally is. I'm sorry. There it is. Yep. <laughs> and I just like that cleaner look. Well, and and I think that's absolutely right. It, it depends on who, yeah. your aesthetics of your garden. Uh, absolutely. If you like that really super manicured look, certainly do it. But where I live, I like the natural yeah. look and the 
and I like it. You know, it's fun for the birds to to play in, and oh, yeah. so yeah. So there. It's all about so, personal so taste. The bottom line is, go for it. Even today, deadheading. Yeah, today would be a great day if it's not too wet and you're not tromping around too much and compacting right. the soil. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. And if it's a little bit and wet, throw some mulch out there on top and then go out there and stand on the mulch <laughs> and cushion yeah. it a little bit more I, and get it I down. I totally so. hope it's not too wet because we got in, I cannot believe this, we got in trilliums, uh, bare root trilliums, and I'm go- I am I bought some and I'm gonna, I am gonna. I want to plant them this weekend. So hopefully it's not too wet. No, I'll have to do that today because it might oh, rain tell tonight. Tell Dan to get the fork in the ground, lift, that, <laughs> lift, lift that it up. Lift that soil up, put a tarp over it. Prep it. <laughs> needs to prep, yeah. Yeah, how exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, it's the little things in life. It, it is. I'm looking them up. Cause Trilliums? Yeah. It's a woodland plant. T- oh, trillium flower. There we go. And, and they're, they're really cool. Yeah. Ooh. They're fantastic. That's and what I get excited about in the spring when the, all, the, all the woodland things start to come. Yeah. Ugh. John's Woodland Serenade. There, there you have it. Yeah. Ooh, I like that name. That could be a hosta. Oh, uh, you know what? If I was on the garden walk, maybe that's what I'd call my garden. Ooh, Woodland Serenade. I don't have a woody garden anymore. No, but I've, Serenade, I've, whatever. <laughs> finish, finish Serenade. Finish. Start planting those trees. That's right. <laughs> So, back to the color on the herbs and the um, the fragrances are incredible. Oh and my gosh! We got a nice not, selection of yeah, herbs. Yeah, it's, it's just herbs a are nice fantastic. basic selection. What there's yeah. three different varieties of, of basil. Three I basil, um, rosemary, rosemary, one thyme, oregano, sage, cilantro, chives, cilantro, two parsley's. Yep. Just got oregano. The, the basics a, all covered. It's a song: parsley, sage, rosemary, and, and again. Maybe Sorry. some of those will be featured. Maybe I love that you finished in the f- it. <laughs> flyer coming out on March 16th. Yeah. Maybe for one of the open house specials. That'll be yeah, awesome. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yep. Just maybe. We'll just have to wait and see. And did we talk about the strawberries? No. No. Let's talk about strawberry them. plants. I think I We've got June bearing and ever bearing. And look, there's berries forming <laughs> there's on them already. Some already. On them. Isn't that Can crazy? You believe that? And I know yeah. all of all four of us would be so disciplined. We would take those berries off. So the plant totally. can develop vegetatively and get established and become bigger so we'd have a bigger, healthier oh, yeah. plant uh-huh. that will produce even more berries next year. Because we would even consider allowing those berries uh-huh. to no, totally. hang on. It's like, like cutting back your tree peony or, or um, Ito hybrid, to cutting the first buds off of it because it shouldn't bloom the first year. Oh. But those are great-looking, healthy plants. <laughs> the containers are full. The roots are just barely coming out of the bottom of the pot. Yep. And you can just tell just by perfect. looking at them, you know, light tearing wow. on that, just light disruption on the roots once you pull it out of the pot, get it in the ground, and those would be awesome. And I would yeah, do those now, but I would also be prepared to cover them if it got down super cold. Right. But, you know, if I got yeah, down to the low sure. 20s, I probably wouldn't even worry about it. But if I got down to the high teens, high teens I definitely yeah. would make sure I had them covered. For sure. We have a text. Uh, when are you guys getting some rock in? Because uh, they used a mountain blend on a big project last year, and they wanted to use a little bit more. The bag goods are coming in over the next two to three weeks. Yeah. Uh, so I can't say specifically which day mm-hmm. the mountain blend will be coming in. Or which ones are coming in which day. Um, I know we have three trucks of potting mixes coming in Tuesday this week. And again, it's just that time of year where right now trucks are rolling in every day and sometimes they call ahead, sometimes they don't call ahead. So I'd say within the next two weeks, we'll have it. Okay, good to know. Uh, Someone's asking, 
is a toilet paper tube large enough to start tomato seeds. Absolutely. And that's a neat idea. Yeah. You don't even, you, you just cut it, you probably could cut it into thirds. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Recycle. Or for cu- sure. Or cut it in half and just fold the or bottom half. over for your bottom of your pot. Oh, yes, good yeah. idea. I, like I would that. I wouldn't have a pot a bottom. So th- I think the the, the single biggest challenge would be keeping it from tipping over. You'd have to put it in some kind of a tray so that it was supported certainly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would yeah. that would have to be one of those novelty things where I would say Yeah, I started that in a toilet paper roll. <laughs> <laughs> this is another more dinner, more dinner, dinner conversation. Dinner table conversation. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty <laughs> ideal. I mean, I, I love it. How many toilet paper rolls did you use? So, so would you fabulous pre- strawberries? Would you, would you pre-soak your toilet paper roll that's filled with soil before you planted your seed in there? Absolutely. Uh, I okay, would. Of course, we always would yeah. want to do that. And yeah. you know, there. Never mind. The, yeah. They also so, make good puppy toys. <laughs> Serious, yeah. Toilet, Toilet paper, paper rolls. They wait. They wait till it was. Just, I'm, I'm just think it. what you could I'm do with it. a paper towel roll. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Don't get me started. These. Okay, let's talk it, about perennials. Endless, <laughs> endless possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about perennials. <laughs> Actually, I'm just looking at this dianthus, and just isn't that gorgeous? It's so petite and beautiful. It has lavenders and purples and and. Creamy white. Yes. In fact, yeah, it's I need pretty. To stand up yeah, that's it. one of the things that's going to start to bloom early for us. And again, it's just dainty and lovely. Well, that bleeding heart that's got the flower scape poking up already. Holy Toledo rice, <laughs> isn't it something? Yes, it is. I, I just love the foliage here. Lacy foliage. Yeah. Yeah. That's and beautiful. then that's, a, that's for uh, shade, partial shade to shade. Okay. I, I think spring flowering. Plants are always so interesting. I, I yeah. you know, there's just so much going on with them. Like, like the dicentra, you like that foliage. It is just gorgeous. But when they start maturing and flowering, well, this one's mature enough, obviously. Then start flowering, that's interesting. And then for the season, there's there's all that f- lovely foliage. What texture in the garden? And it goes great with hosta. It does, and that oh, that foliage yeah. will will stay around stay around for quite a while oh yeah as opposed to some of them will die back, die back they yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah now the yeah. label says sun to shade but you then you uh, said hosta that's stretching so I'm thinking shade no it's not really sun it's not really sun yeah Mor- morning sun but not hot intense sun in any way shape yeah. or form okay. yeah filtered sun in the afternoon at the most oh for sure and what a I love creeping flocks. Me too. I think that's it's so cool really that you pretty. brought that to the table. We we just got it in a couple of days ago, and we, I, I, I wasn't even finished pricing it, and people were buying it. Yeah. It was like, gotta have it. Yeah. It just makes that but beautiful so cool. carpet of 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 flowers. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yes. I love yeah. that. It made me think of some I've seen in the community that actually cascade over a, a short wall. Yes, Isn't I love that, that look. Yeah. With rock garden material? Ooh, yeah. Oh, Do you really? have any in your rock garden, Steve? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he says. <clears throat> it's, um, I wouldn't say it's taken over the sedum, but it's competed very, very well with the sedum that's planted in the same garden to the point where there's irregular splotches of it that could be, you know, four or five or six feet by 
eight feet. Wow. Several of those that have just kind of filled in. Oh, nice. but that's cool. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's awesome. Love it. And is that something that likes the cooler temperatures? I'll see it in it's when it, like it's when it blooms. Late spring. I mean, it, it thrives all summer fall. long, but it doesn't bloom in the summer. It blooms in the spring. Okay. And still one of the most commonly requested for plants for about a four-week window. Yeah. When it's color in town and people stop and say, I want some of that. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them. I don't and I think the, the key to growing it, it wants sun, but the key to growing it to me is sharp drainage, yes. well-drained soils. Um, the soil I have it planted in is fairly heavy, but it's on enough of a slope where it drains and it just thrives. It's perfectly happy. Wonderful. It is there a blue phlox? There is a blue. I mean, it's not a true blue, but there's a periwinkle blue. Okay, yes, because it's it's hard to find really gorgeous blue flowers, and and I remember phlox passing my test. It really? Yeah. It's more purple to you. It's poetic license when it's called blue to me. I mean, they're they're okay. a, a, a lavender with blue in it. So you okay. know, but it's still beautiful. Absolutely. Yes, it is. 356-9397 is the phone number. 351-5357 is the text line for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Uh, how about the fountain selection that uh, John and the guys have oh. set up? Oh, my goodness. Gee, Merry Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible last year, but I think it's even more incredible this it's, year from what I've seen. out of the ballpark this yeah. year, for Lot, sure. Lots of fun stuff just rolling out in the garden center. And the pots that Jeannie selected... I mean, I'm, we're sitting here over in the home furnishings area, and there's just a selection of ceramic pots on th- with the wood legs and bases. I mean, every place you turn, there's a pot that's like, I gotta have that one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's just. It's not only for outdoors. Indoors, we have we have plants indoors as well. Sure. So yeah, it's just an incredible selection. Yeah, yes. the variety of patterns is what I like, or or or, or no patterns. Or, you know, mixing them up. And colors. Yeah. For some reason, I used to, I, you know, coveted that cobalt blue oh, yeah. pots for years and years. And yeah. now uh, I'm on this black thing. But another Ooh. classic look, though. Yeah. That's great. But just what a way to, to show off what you put in it. Oh, yeah. The black Absolutely. Is, the black is really just clean and clean and contemporary, but, but yet. It'll show off whatever you put in there. I, I think the cobalt blue was like that too, John. Absolutely. I think it just, it's that kind of color that just makes everything else pop. Yeah. Well, especially when you have them in groups yeah. and oh, yeah. you don't just have a lone pot on its own. And if you can reinforce that color theme by having two or three or five together yeah. in a cluster. I was just discussing that with somebody um, a couple of weeks ago looking through their garden. I said, you know, to draw all this together, use ceramic pots and use the same color. Don't use the same form and texture and size, but use, try to use the same color or color tone. Just just a great look. It really pulls a garden together. Yeah. And what a, what great winter interest if oh, you have gosh, that, yeah. that color out there. You, you guys held my hand long enough, and I finally left my ceramic pots outdoors. I was just, I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to lose During my pots. During the winter pots. Because you were concerned. Yeah. I was, yes, I was concerned. Because you don't want it like the freeze and thaw and yeah. the cracking. And, and I know how to, I, I know how to address that. How? Because, well, you know, you don't let it sit on the ground or in the ground. Um, don't keep soil in it if you can 
avoid that, that's great, because you want to avoid the uh, expansion and contraction in the wintertime. And you need to have drainage, absolutely have yeah. to have drainage. I think, I think the key is if, if you're going to put it in the landscape, like you were suggesting, to maybe build a, a base with some sand or some gravel and then put a, like a simple stepping stone on top of that, yes. and then put the ceramic pot on top of that stepping stone. So yes. you have an, something that's going to be stable and sturdy, but you're going to have an area that's not going to hold moisture. Yeah. So the bottom of the pot won't freeze and thaw and flack, flake and crack and, and okay. stuff. I did that, and it works. <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah. Like Marianne was saying, if you take even just a little bit of the soil out of it, you don't have to take it all the way out, but just so it's loose enough so if it does expand as it freezes with some moisture, then you've got room for it to do its thing without causing any kind of damage yeah yep and and also some other precautions you can do a a container inside the container if you feel more comfortable that way as well yep i love doing that i plant that way all the time anyway now because it makes the if you need to move the container it makes it lots less heavy and cumbersome. <laughs> but, yes. but they are a nice element in the landscape, yes, like you were saying. Yes, they definitely are. Yeah. Uh, then that was the whole issue, was John suggesting that it was great in the wintertime. It's fabulous in the wintertime to have that kind of color and texture. If it, With the snow, oh, with, yeah. even if it's just gray out, you know, it's great. Yeah. So, so I, I would consider, you know, if you want to push the color zone a little bit, I would take some of these euchres that came in. This week, plant some of those, plant some of the pansies in some of my containers. Enjoy the heck out of them until around Mother's Day when I'm ready to move on to some other ones. Move the pansies into a shaded location in the garden. Move the heuchers in the garden or consider leaving those in there as part of my annual mix uh, yep. was I bring yep. in some warm season guys Absolutely. Yep. and just again scratch your itch or mix them enjoy in have fun get started on the garden season mix them in with those conifers that you had in the containers yeah. for Christmas yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah honey that's a great idea yeah hey, we have a text um, asking about an uh, Arapanthus northern star have you heard of this type it's a it has a very blue Agapanthus right oh okay Agapanthus. Agapanthus, yes. It, does it have a common name? Or is that Agapanthus. A name? Yeah, Agapanthus. Agapanthus. Clever, huh? Is it uh, native to this area? No. 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 Is it able to thrive in this area? No. 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 Bummer. Um, Close, though. It's debatable about whether you get them to overwinter. Um, yeah. And, they, you know, if you're a little bit further south, another 100 miles south, I think you'd see them overwintering more regularly. Uh, than you would here, but uh, they thrive in California and yeah. Yeah. and other parts of the country. They don't like it super super nasty hot necessarily, but they like it warm and temperate climates. It, it the kind of puts you in mind of a of an allium blooming, that kind of ball type flower, but they're really beautiful. Okay. Um, I had a friend in Fort Wayne who swore he had some that wintered over in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm yeah, it's a little bit yeah. north of us. I think if you had the right microclimate, you could make it's it happen. Absolutely. Perhaps, yeah. I begged him for, for a start of it. Really? But no. <laughs> yeah. I, and microclimates aren't that difficult to create. Yeah. You just have to use a little imagination. I think they're they're attractive, but for some reason it's never been on my list of trying to push the envelope with those. Because okay. I, I just don't find them that attractive where I want to try and fail or perhaps try again yeah uh, is that something that you won't be carrying here then we more often than not do not carry it because of the frustration with people if they try it and they don't get it till winter reminds me of a crepe myrtle 
And they're not they're not exactly <laughs> like a three ninety nine thing that you can just try and if oh, if right. I lose it I lose it. They're, they tend to be a little bit more expensive. And yeah. So okay. it's like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I see. And yeah, I said crepe myrtle because yeah, my my husband would love to have a crepe myrtle, but it just doesn't work in this. Wait, you got to have that garage, you know, that zone seven garage. There you okay. go. Zone seven garage. Hey, folks, <laughs> we're open till what six today? Yes, yep. sir. So come on out to the greenhouses, uh, see some trees and shrubs, see some pansies, some perennials, get a little strawberries, mm. herbs, you name it. It's it. rolling in big time, folks. Yep, that's right. Is that ceramic pots, fountains? Yay, we get to start thinking about our yards again. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live with our experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leak. You can email us at plantexperts at wdws.com. And we will have a podcast of this show available later today at wdws.com. Just click on multimedia and the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Oh, and daylight saving. A huge new shipment of houseplants has just arrived to the Prairie Gardens greenhouses. Find all your favorites, monsteras, fiddly fig ferns, succulents, and more. And the cool and unusual with new varieties in the PG greenhouses for the very first time. Come enjoy the lush greenhouses filled with thousands of new arrivals. And PG plant experts always on hand to answer your plant questions. At Prairie Gardens, your locally owned garden destination since 1964. Or...